They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week, in the spirit of the Olympics, we continue our Combini games, where Matt and Mike offer each other scenarios and try to choose their gold, silver, and bronze items for various situations. The chicky wars are still hot, and we see the introduction of a Taiwanese chicky into the mix. In the winners and losers section, Daily Yamazaki and 7-Eleven continue to take hits, while sweets continue to make progress. Mike reviews the ketchup and mustard karaage-kun, and finally, we take a look at a haul by the one and only Kombini Oji-san. Now let's head over to the Kombini. They're the Kombini, they're the Kombini, they're the Kombini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Well, couldn't be going much better here in Cambridge, Mike. Uh, beautiful day. Uh, Olympics are going on still, and it's evening here. We're switching up the time, so I got a little bit of uh, little medicine with me here, a little little Colorado bourbon to uh, oh, get me ready for bed. But uh, how are things over in Toyama? Yeah, things are going all right. I got my second Moderna shot yes, on nice. Friday, um, and so that actually knocked me out yesterday, and that's why mm. we're flipping the time around. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling almost, you know, pretty much recovered, just kind of like, you know, chilling out. But um, in general, it feel great, you know, to have the second shot done, and yeah, looking forward to the summer and the fall. Yeah, man, two weeks and fully vaxxed party time, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Mike. Well, as usual, we got a lot to cover this week in the Mm. Konbini world. And you know what? Like I said, it's still the Olympics. Mm -hmm. We got one more week of this great global competition. Last week, we introduced something called the Konbini Games to celebrate Mm. the Tokyo Olympics. And by popular demand, Mike, we're bringing that segment back so we've each prepared another scenario mm-hmm. for us to weigh in on what what is the bronze, silver, and gold medal Kombini items to deal with that with that scenario or Kombini game, as we mm-hmm. call it here, Mike. So um, what do you say we kick things off? You want to take the lead off here? Hit me with your, your first Kombini game. Sure. Let the games re-begin. Um, Matt, okay, I've got a, I got one today that I'm, I'm, uh, I think is going to be pretty good. All right, here's the scenario. You're going camping today oh. and need something for dinner in the evening. Oh, this is a great one. In other words, you need to bring something that doesn't need to be refrigerated or mm-hmm. kept warm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you grab? Well, this is a very practical, convenient game here, Mike. Uh, I'm sure we have a lot of campers, including myself. Karen and I are big campers, and this is something mm. that we deal with frequently. Gosh. Um, well, you want something... Hmm. This one's tough here, Mike. Hold yeah. on a second. You know, first yeah. I gotta say, when you're camping, mm-hmm. it's always good to have some snacks so i'd probably go with some pizza chips for the bronze medal i do like snacking on some thick cut pizza chips Hmm. no refrigeration required oh yeah i'm gonna follow that up mike gosh 
I'm gonna stick with the snack and theme. I'm gonna go with some edamame. Ooh. Some salted edamame. Oh yeah. Because gosh, what's better than sitting by the campfire, chewing on some edamame, throwing the sh- the, the the shell in the woods, Ooh, or yeah. into the campfire. Hmm. Gold medal, Mike. Uh, this one's pretty easy. You gotta have some brewskis by the campfire. So I'd probably mm. go with a with a six pack of Tall Boy Keating Ichibans to round it out. Um, no meal, I guess. So uh, mm-hmm. mm. I might need another week to chew on that. But that's the podium: bronze, okay. silver, gold. There, Mike. Okay. All right. I, I I like what you're doing there. So you got the. You got the chips. Hey, classic, I mean, food that is good at any time. You know, you get the chips, you know, you could be, you buy them, eat them a year later, you'd be all right. Um, Like that. The edamame, wow, what a great choice there. Doesn't need to be refrigerated, kept warm. I mean, edamame can be eaten warm, eaten cold, eaten room temperature. Always great. Um, And then the beers, I mean, hey, you're out in the forest. You know, you want to... uh, enjoy nature and so i think that uh, beers are definitely an essential item and so i'd say you know in general i uh i I like the podium that you've constructed here all right mike time for your convenie game here and last week we had a heartbreak scenario Mm -hmm. what do you grab from the convenie after your heart has been broken i'm gonna switch it up this week mike Mm -hmm. you've just had an exhilarating first date oh you've parted ways you're walking home and of course on the way home you hit the convenie mm-hmm. what's your gold silver and bronze convenie items oh man love is in the air <laughs> yeah um that feeling of that a good first date mm. and the future just seems bright as right you know, summer day. Um, all right. What would I grab? You know what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling good. And so I want something just to kind of keep coasting on that mood. And so I think I want to grab a a little, a little snack, a little sweet snack. Mm. And, um, within that, what, you know what might, I might grab, I might grab some pokey. Um, as I know that you're not the biggest pokey fan, but, uh, I like them because you can just, you know, you don't even have to think about it. You can just pop, 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 snap Mm -hmm. them, and eat them as you're walking. Um, Just thinking about that great first date that you had. So that's what I'd go for my number one. Um, For number two, again, I'm sticking with something fresh. You know, I want something really fresh. Um, And so I think maybe, you know what? I'd get in there and I'd grab a Mitsuya Cider. You know, the, uh, the Japanese oh. famous um, uh, sort of soft drink. Uh, it's clear and has a sort of refreshing taste. And why is that? Like I said, you know, you're just, you're, you don't want anything to sort of disrupt your mood too much, anything too sure. heavy. Um, so you're just going to, you know, you're walking home after the date, mm. taking some sips and just kind of, you know, breezing through life. Um, and for my number one, what you're going to get after mm-hmm. a great first date. I would say 
you're gonna go and again maybe this is just my sort of particular sense of how i want to feel after having that that great first date i'd actually get of course depending on the season now if this is winter this would change a little bit i'm sort of imagining summer love you know this is a mm-hmm. summer date sure i'm getting a gardi gardi coon man <laughs> um and oh i like it i yeah. like it yeah, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to get out in front of the kombini, and I'm going to open up that gari gari coon and just stand there and chomp away at it. And anybody who walks by, anybody who walks in, I'm just going to give them a big smile, you know, because uh, today I'm feeling as good as you can feel. I like the lineup, Mike. Gari gari coon, Mitsuya cider, Pocky, all really good summer items, nice and light. Mm-hmm. Also, that's not yeah. It's not gonna weigh you down. You know, mm-hmm. if you were to go heavy with like a chicky, a pasta, something like that, that's gonna kill the whole vibe because you're gonna have a load sitting in your stomach and then a load sitting in your toilet in about half an hour. <laughs> kill the whole vibe. So I like oh, yeah. keeping it like love the gaddy gaddy coon, especially if it's summer love, mm-hmm. cool, refreshing, sweet. Great lineup there, Mike. I think you hit it out of the park. Thanks, Matt. All right. Well, hey, that continues the Olympic game, the Combini games um, for this week. Who knows? Next week, maybe we'll we'll finish it off as um, you know the Olympics. I think will be closing up here soon. Um, but anyways, Matt. For now, we're gonna continue on over to the Chicky Wars. And mm-hmm. Matt, this week we've got three entries into the Combini Wars and let me just show you what we're looking at to start. So Matt, coming up first, out of Family Mart, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a completely new item. I I kind of feel that maybe we've seen this before, but this is the teriyaki chicken steak. The teriyaki chicken steak. Um, Matt, you know, we're looking at this together here on, um, on video here. What do you think about this chicky? Well, no doubt about it, Mike. We've seen this one before. This is a broiled chicky, uh, teriyaki flavor. So a little sweet, a little salty. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to say, I do like it. It's summertime, so it is nice to have, uh, you know, a chicky without the coating. They might be thinking about the Olympic athletes, at a ma- mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. They want to keep those those men and women feeling loose, feeling light, so don't load them up with... Uh, you know, flour and uh, a lot of fry oil. Mm-hmm. I do like on a uh, broiled chicken, you do get to see that crispy skin. Oh, yeah. Uh, it does look outstanding. No doubt about it, these are still going to be juice bombs. Nothing to worry about there. So, um, yeah, I think uh, nice for the summertime here to keep this one light. Yep. I completely agree. I think it looks like a perfect chicky for the summer. Mm. Um, I'm sure this skin on there is Mm-mm-mm. incredibly crispy. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that um, there's a lot of juice going on in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I worry a little bit ba- about, you know, you bite into that, that skin and maybe you get a boom. Maybe you lose some juice. But in general, I love it. I think for summer this fits perfectly. And um, yeah, like like you said, this is not a completely new item, but um, I think it might be a good time to get out and give it a try. Could probably fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Could have uh, Katie Ledecky breaking world rec- records in uh, 50 meters of chicky juice. <laughs> no doubt. 
Alright, Matt, going on to our next one. A lot of Karage-kun coming out these days. Um, so, Matt, what we've got, Karage-kun from Lawson. We've got the Tokushima Sudachi-flavored Karage-kun. So, Sudachi is, it's kind of like, it's a, it looks like a, a little lime. Um, it's a it's a citrus fruit that is um, uh, that actually is you know known um, uh, that in Tokushima is known for, um, and I, I'll actually start off with this one, Matt. You know I love the citrus chickens, yeah. especially the chickies. Mm -hmm. um, I think it of course looks great. Um, sudachi is a little bit more bitter than than lime, I think, um, which I think um, would fit nice. Um, I'm a sucker for citrus chickies, as I said. Um, I will say, I, I, I wonder if we've seen this before out of Karage-kun. Um, it seems like maybe at some point Sudachi and Karage-kun would have met up. Um, but that being said, you know, this is just a, this is a straight shooter right here. I don't really see how you can go wrong. Um, so yeah, I'm giving this my stamp of approval. Um, what, what do you think? Yeah, no doubt about it, Mike. Citrus plus fried chicken equals good. Mm -hmm. I don't, yeah, it's, it's, uh, if, if Lawson hasn't served up a Sudachi Karaage kun up until now, it'd certainly be surprising. Yeah. Uh, because it's such a natural combination of flavors here. Uh, if not, this would be something like known flavor 229. <laughs> for Karaage Kun. Sudachi, I will say, has always confused me as a citrus fruit. Yeah. I've actually never seen uh, Sudachi that was juicy before. It's um, right, you, right. You, you squeeze it and you kind of get like a puff of air, sort of a nice, <laughs> uh, a nicely scented air with a lot of seeds in it. Um, yeah. So I'm curious to see how this is going to taste. Maybe it's more of an aroma. I don't know how much the citrus flavor is actually going to penetrate those chicken mm. nuggets yeah yeah i agree i do like what they've done with the karaage kun mascot here he looks like he just got back from like a grateful <laughs> dead concert you know he's uh just wrapping up his lsd trip there with uh his his green his green hair and little uh flappy thing below his beak yeah yeah no he's looking he's looking really really good um all right matt so we got one more chicky this one coming out of mini stop and this one pretty exciting um this is the taiwan karaage chicky coming like i said out of mini stop um matt what are your thoughts on this one i gotta say i'm pretty excited about this one mike i know nothing about taiwanese fried chicken i did mm -hmm. see one of our followers on twitter once say that taiwan has the best fried chicken and this seem to have come from a, a pretty knowledgeable user mm -hmm. and so uh i don't know maybe this is a whole new genre of fried chicken that could just take the world by storm i have no idea but i am certainly excited to learn more about this uh taiwanese fried chicken coming out of mini stop like yeah um i i actually have uh had taiwanese fried chicken oh. before um, and I do like it. I, my sort of impression of it is that it's like, it's really crispy. Um, mm -hmm. It's really kind of got that zaku zaku to it, which we mm -hmm. love. Um, you can see, they, they say it's got the honki no spice kaoru, mm. wadai no taiwan gurume. So honki no spice. So, um, you know, like, uh, really nice spices in there. 
Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it would be great. Um, one thing that I um, that I've had of uh, Taiwanese um, fried chicken is sometimes they like they add in. You get like a cup <laughs> with like um, like uh, pakchi um, coriander. Um, so, uh, yeah, which is really nice. This is just, it, it seems it's just the chicky itself. No extra, you know, like, uh, bells and whistles. But in general, I really like what, what we're seeing here from Mini Stop. Well, that takes care of the chicky wars here, Mike. Uh, another busy week with the chicken, which is great to see. But we got to move on to the new item scoreboard here, Mike. We got to mm-hmm. check out what the Conveni are cranking out this week. Let me break down the numbers for you. We got Family okay. Mart, 46 new items. Lawson, 35. 7-Eleven, 90. Mini Stop at 27. Daily Yamazaki at 5 new items. Seiko Mart has 6. And New Days at 16. Mike, your reaction to those numbers? Yeah, um, yeah, not much to say. Straight shooting this week. Everything looks to be right where it should be. Um, 7-Eleven a teeny bit low. We like to see 100, but besides that, um, just looks great. Um, last week was a little bit low, and so excited to see that the numbers are back where they should be. All right, Mike. Well, let's take a look at our winners and losers where we each pick out something that caught our eye and something that we think uh, looks pretty bad. We'll start with your loser. Mm-hmm. Always curious to see what you've got picked out. For- oh, Okay. Oh, yeah, Matt. What so, the hell um, is that? yeah, what the hell is that? That's the, <laughs> that is the question, Matt. This is a, this wow. is um, out of Seven Eleven um, from the sweets maker Fujiya. Um, Matt, the name of this item is butter yaichata. So this is a question. The name of this this is, um, is this butter grilled? I think is maybe what you could say. Um, Matt, this is a um, a sweet snack. A dry snack. On the cover, you have a big sort of um, hot chunk of butter mm. with a fork through it. But you can see what the, this is. It, it's a butter-shaped and colored snack, but it's a dry snack. And they're, I think they're saying that this is like um, just condensed, like basically butter that's been grilled or, or, or I, I don't know. Um, the problem I have with this is like the great thing about butter is that it's got that milky smoothness. Um, when you take that out of it, it's just it looks like something maybe astronauts would eat, like um, dehydrated food. And um, you know they're saying it has a really sort of like biscuity texture to it, but that just does not seem great to me, especially during summer. Like you're going and grabbing some snacks and you're just getting like dehydrated butter snacks. Um, Matt, this does not look great to me. Um, it's unfortunate. I do like the title as a question. That's, that's pretty cool. But, um, in general, no, this just, I, this is not something I'm interested in. Yeah, Mike, actually the question, I'm not so keen on the question. Um, if, if the product makers don't know what the product is, it's probably time to (laughs) put that back in the, uh, in the old, you know, abandoned idea pile there. I will say... The actual product, and they have an image of it, it it looks, uh, I don't know, kind of like a square piece of chalk or something like this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I maybe changed this to like fossilized butter. This doesn't look <laughs> good at all. Um, and I got to believe there's no butter in this. Um, if yeah, you no. think of like a, a, a cookie, like a butter cookie... That would be really nice, but sure. this isn't supposed to be like that. Um, it's just supposed to be like a block of butter that maybe has been 
Like it's I, yeah, what a confusing product here, Mike. Mm-hmm. I don't know what more to say about it. Um, what do you say we move on to my loser here? Sounds good. Yeah. All right, Mike. I I hate to kind of do this, but um, we're at Daily Yamazaki, Mike, oh, and boy. I you know we hate to bring up Daily Yamazaki because they have so many issues with their photography and yeah. Gosh, we we still don't know what's going on, but we're looking at a uh, melon pan here, Mike, and hard to describe this but uh it kind of looks like um maybe like coral reef or something like this uh, very very yellow fluorescent yellow uh way too ex- overexposed it kind of looks like maybe like a lump of rock candy hard to describe but mike um you know i've been watching a lot of 24 lately the old program with jack bauer and this just looked like something a terrorist re- released to murder millions of people. You know, I looked at this. I nearly, I nearly got my phone called up CTU, the counterterrorist unit. You know, we might need to bring Jack Bauer back from the dead or out of that Chinese prison, wherever he is. We got to do whatever it takes to stop Daily Yamazaki from releasing this melon pan on Japan. This would be catastrophic. So. Yeah, this is like a level five threat, I think. Well, we know about our histories with Melon Pan to start. Um, You know, I am a fan of Melon Pan and you are not. And I think if you're going to pick up a representative to represent the the family of Melon Pan, this would be, you know, sort of the... um, (laughs) the bastard child of the uh, Melon Pan um, family. Matt, yeah, this is unfortunate. Um, I, I mean, in theory, the description sounds nice. If I wasn't looking at this, I'd think like, okay, zaku zaku shita shokan for the outside. Yeah, you know, I mean, that is kind of par for the course. But um, yeah, Matt, um, you know, I do like to defend Melon Pan. Um, and I think actually a couple weeks ago, I picked up um, something from Lawson that was really nice. But um, mm. yeah, what what do you what is this for? Who is this for? Like you said, this just seems like an unnecessary product that, um, you know, if you're doing melon pan, you want to do it right. And um, it seems like uh, Daily Yamazaki missed the mark on this one. Yeah, I got to turn off. My eyes are hurting looking at this thing. It's so bright. <laughs> All right, let's check out your winner for this week, Mike. What do you got here? Oh, yes, yeah, buddy. yes, yes. Yeah, buddy. Yep, 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 yep. yep. All right. This is the souffle pudding tiramisu cafe from family mart lot going on here matt so this is um it's a pudding with a tiramisu souffle on top um let me walk you through the the layers here so in the bottom for the pudding you have a sort of light coffee pudding with whipped Mm. cream and coffee sauce sort of wedged in between there. Mm. And then on top, a tiramisu souffle that's Mm. just been sort of set on top there, Matt. Um, You know, it's summer, and I think both of us this summer have picked up coffee (laughs) jelly-themed items. Um, And I think that this looks to be sort of even like a, a step up from that, where you have the tiramisu on top, which looks just beautiful. Um, and, uh, yeah, Matt, so these, uh, four or five layers here seem like a dream come true. 
I think that um, you know you have everything that you'd want um, if you were having these items sort of combined into one mm. coffee dessert, sweet and bitter. It just looks amazing. Um, and you know, hats off to Family Mart for uh, bringing out a a real uh, winner this week. Great choice, Mike. Actually, I tweeted out earlier today, this is what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> this coffee souffle pudding. It is outstanding looking. I got to tell you what, Mike. If I'm Thomas Keller running the French Laundry, one of the world's best restaurants, I would serve this for dessert as is. <laughs> it looks that beautiful, that dusting of cocoa on top mike with that fluffy mm. souffle mm. that has risen out of the plastic cup i gotta believe they have a pretty oh, a domed lid to handle that that souffle that's rising out of the plastic cup and then that delicate coffee pudding sitting below mm. can you imagine the fluffy texture of that souffle pudding I'm sorry, that souffle, the tiramisu souffle, with that coffee pudding. Mm. Outstanding, Mike. Either one of these would be great to put them together in a single product. Holy moly, that is one hell of a job here by Family Mart. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Mike. It looks like we both had a sweet tooth this week for our winners because I'm going a mini stop where, um, Mike, they're about to release a limited run of belgian chocolate soft serve ice cream and mike they got one with a twist oh yeah so mini stop going deluxe here with the Mm. belgian chocolate ice cream in the plain cone looks absolutely outstanding no doubt this is going to be a rich stunning flavor Mm -hmm. but i like that they had the guts to also serve this with the mix oh yeah oh yeah you know because you got that belgian chocolate no doubt they got a feature where it is just the belgian chocolate but they're going no this is so damn good you're never gonna lose the flavor of the belgian chocolate we'll put this with some vanilla in a twist Mm. as well that's how confident we are and how good this chocolate is I love this, Mike. Also, the price, outstanding. We're looking at 250 yen for a soft serve ice cream. Are you kidding me? Mm. Matt, we've talked about it time and again. Mini Stop with their soft serve yeah. ice cream. Yeah. One of their defining yeah. traits um, mm-hmm. is that they have soft serve ice cream at Mini Stops. Um, yeah. Matt, I agree. This looks amazing and just in time. It's hot as mm. hell. Um, and, you know, having these sort of packaged hard um, ice creams are great and you can get them at all convenies, but Mini Stop, you know, showing their, uh, their power, yeah. bringing out this, this great soft serve ice cream here. And I agree, Matt, like you said, Belgian chocolate known for its rich sort of thick flavor. Mm. And I got to be honest, you know, um, that mix, that twist that they've got going on oh, yeah. there. That, to me, seems like a dream come true Mm. because, you know, the the Belgian chocolate sometimes can even be a little bit too rich. Too rich. You cut that with that sort of light, nice Mm -hmm. vanilla flavor, and Mm. that just seems like a dream come true, Matt. Mm. Um, 
wonderful pickup here this week. Uh, great to see Mini Stop um, shining, you know, where they always do shine. And the tip of this soft serve, oh, my Mike. God. Man, Are a ballerina could pose on this thing. <laughs> I mean, you could set a statue on this damn soft serve tip we're looking at here. That is one hell of a tip on that soft serve. All right, yeah. Mike, that wraps it for our winners and losers for this week. Now it's on mm-hmm. to my favorite segment, At the Gemba with Mike. The Gemba, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you're in Japan where all the action is. What do you got for us this week? All right, Matt. Um, keeping up my sort of run of reviewing chickies, which I think recently have been about 95% of yep. what we've been seeing. Great but um, Bullets yeah, Bullets are level. <laughs> So, Matt, we're going this week to probably the item that we were both sort of most interested in last week in terms of is it good or is it bad. Um, Matt, what I'm talking about is that Karaage-kun that we saw last week. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. the ketchup and mustard Karaage-kun using their new Nisotate technology of injecting Mm. the ketchup and mustard as a dollop inside Mm. the chicky so you get that sort of great condiment and chicky flavor with each bite um matt all right let me um let me let me tell you what's going on here well let me give you my score and Mm -hmm. matt I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to say this. This for me, Matt, was a, this was a two-star item. Oh, right boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know that uh, this is, this, this new technology they've got, this dollop technology, something that we love and we're really excited about. Yep. And like we said last week, how can you go wrong with ketchup and mustard? Especially with this nice sort of like gray poupon yep. sort yep. of, you know, chunky mustard um, Matt, the problem I had, and something that maybe you saw, but I think I just sort of overlooked last week, is that what this is is not ketchup and mustard injected in there. This is a mustard injected in there, and the chicky is a wiping of ketchup. Wiping, okay. Yeah. Right. So you know what that means. So I was expecting to bite in there, get that chicky flavor we love, with like sort of half mustard, yeah. half ketchup, that fresh sort of, you know, um, sort of, uh, uh, you know, flavor to it. Mm-hmm. But instead it was this sort of dull chicken, ketchupy flavored uh, chicken with um, the mustard on top, which also was unfortunately sort of bland um, hmm. and had lost a lot of its flavor in the hmm. frying process. Um, so Matt, I, um, you know, I hate to say it, you know, I think we both were wondering which way is this going to go. Um, but uh, yeah, in general, it just did not do it for me, especially in a black box. You know, the premium version yeah, with the box. new dollop technology yeah. was, you know, in the end, a, a pretty big letdown for me this week. Yeah, it is disappointing, Mike, especially, you know, we've had some home runs with this uh injection technology Karaage-kun. I know the Yuzu Kosho one, that was the mm. first one to come out. That was a five-star. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, to hear that the ketchup was a wiping. Whenever you hear the word wiping, that's bad news. <laughs> and then the mustard. To hear mustard... Mustard is probably one of the least bland flavors yes. out there. So how... 
how to make that bland, especially if you're really pumping up the uh, deluxe nature yeah. of the mustard. They have a giant spoonful of whole grain lumpy mustard mm-hmm. on the cover of the black box there. And wow, to hear that uh, two stars. Well, no doubt, um, hopefully they'll come back with uh, a much better version. Maybe we'll see an A1 sauce injection. Karaage yeah, that's what we're hoping for. Maybe an Aju injected oh. kun Who knows? But um, yeah, want to see Lawson come back from this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hopefully, we'll see something new. And well, they've got that Final Fantasy themed one as well, which I'm I'm hoping to get right. my hands on. The some metaphor, point. the dark and light. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. In our last segment this week, we're going a little long because. We got a haul here, Mike. We got a mm-hmm. segment for what's the call on the haul. And I am pleased to say, Mike, this haul comes from a Canadian sports journalist, Devin Harrow. Mm-hmm. Hope we're pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. But he's been covering the Olympics, getting a lot of attention for the 7-Eleven hauls he's been posting. Yes. Oh, yeah. Of course, the journalists are, are I guess, quartered off in some sort of zone they can't go out exploring all of tokyo's great food so they got some kanbini including mm-hmm. a 7-eleven available and uh devin's been doing great work not just yeah. covering the olympics but covering 7-eleven and really doing kanbini diplomacy yeah. spreading yes. the good word about how fantastic japan's kanbini are and Mike, he's been working all week long. We've been trying to do some coaching. I don't know if he's accepted it. We also got him in touch with Alex at Japan. He was our first um, Konbini mentee as part of our Mm -hmm. Konbini mentor program. Um, So, Mike, Devin posted a haul yesterday. He's about a week into his Konbini Mm -hmm. education. And, Mike, I want to give you a chance to make a call on this haul. Yep. I'm going to break it down for our viewers as you look at it. So um, mm. this, uh, this is a nighttime haul here, Mike. This is what we're looking at. I'm going to start at 12 o'clock, move clockwise. We got a, we got a big old Pakari sweat, followed by a onigiri with mm-hmm. uh, chicken inside mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. We have some... Big, chunky, soy sauce-flavored rice crackers. A nice bag yeah. of those. Hmm. We got a chicky, Mike. Oh, boy. We got a chicky. A boneless hmm. chicky there. And then we got a haagen green tea ice cream. Little baby cup there. Oh, yeah. Then we got a bag of almond cookies. Mm. And then, Mike, we have an egg salad sandwich what's the call on this haul mike Holy so after a long day a very long day of covering the olympic action devin's been hustling around mm-hmm. moving from the pool to the arena to mm-hmm. who knows where else clearly he's rested this on a hotel bed first off i'd just like to say devin Thank you so much. Like you said, Combini Diplomacy. Yes. Um, I was actually talking to a co-worker, um, and this is not just in the English news. This is um, Devin's work has been sort of <laughs> catching attention in Japanese Twitter verses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, co-worker said, oh, you're talking about, when I talked about Devin, he said, oh, you're talking about the Combini the Oji-san. Oji-san meaning like 
guy, you know, so like the Combini guy. Um, Matt, and yeah, I'd like to say, you know, thank you so much uh, to Devin for all his like bringing attention to the Combini. Um, I could see him in the the, uh, the the Hall of Fame someday, no doubt. And Matt, all right, so getting to this this hall, which had my eyes wide open, Matt. Um, I'm just yeah. going to go out and say, what a hall. One <laughs> week, one week to be able to perform this hall. This is... This is almost God tier <laughs> hall right here. I'm just gonna say straight off the bat, five stars. Okay, Pokari sweat, my favorite kombini item. Awesome. You got the Todi go go mocha. So this is a uh, this is chicken with like um, some other ingredients in it. Um, onigiri, great. You have an item that I haven't talked about, but it's one of my favorite. It's the ultra crunchy mm. sembei. Mm. The the rice crackers, I love them with the soy sauce gives that mm. extra like coating on the outside that really crunch and crack mm. when you bite into it. He's got a chicky. I'm guessing this this looks like a nana chicky. Um mm. so you know he's mostly been going to 7-Eleven, I think. So this looks like a nana chicky. Love it. The Hagen Dust, the premium, yeah. the cup. He found the special freezer <laughs> in the background. So Devin is like, he's way ahead of the game. He's got the almond cookies which i have never had but i'm sure they're great and then he's got you know the sando the oh, legendary yeah. sando the tamago sando matt i'm really moved I, i've been moved by this hall this is a five yeah. star hall this one's going in the hall of fame and in the future i think devin himself might be in the hall of fame with some of the greats as well um what 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 a great hall it just puts a, a huge smile on my face seeing this no doubt about it, Mike. I was actually shocked to wake up this morning and see this haul. I also rated it five stars, and I am very pleased to say this haul is now in the Konbini Hall of Fame because of the number of likes it received on Twitter. And I just want to say, I have rarely seen this sort of rapid learning at the Konbini in just a week. You know, Devin, his early hauls, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. They weren't great. But you, you you can't expect much out of an early Konbini goer. But to see this level of quality, I mean, he's got a full meal. All courses are represented. And he's picked yeah. out like the best version yes. of every course. Yeah, It is truly outstanding. So uh, congratulations, Devin. Yeah. I think this is, uh, awesome. you know, no doubt about it. You're doing great work covering the Olympics. But I think this is your best work so far. <laughs> All right, Mike, it's time to uh, wrap up the episode here. Want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, also, want to thank everybody who's bought us a chickie. Carrie G. St. Michelle, 20 chickies. Wow, still our number one fan. Thank you so much. Crew of Japan with two chickies. Jeff Bailey, anonymous, each with a chickie. Thank you so much. If you want to support the podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash boys. Buy us a chickie. Check us out on uh, Apple, Pod- uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please rate and share the podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube where you can see all the stuff we're talking about. Subscribe and like. Join the conversation on Twitter. We're really active there. Also Facebook and Instagram. If you have a convenient memory or convenient composition, head over to anchor.fm slash boys. Leave us a message. We'll play it on the podcast. Thanks, everybody, again for listening. And Mike, hey, I'll see you at the convenient. See you at the convenience, Matt.